Today on the podcast, I'm talking to my friend Jen about all things dining plans at Disney. You know, do you get the quick service, the Disney dining plan, maybe even the deluxe? And what do you use the credits on? The snack credits, what's the best use and does it really save you money? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I am so excited. I have my friend Jen with me here today. Hi, Jen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you tuning in, um, Jen already had me in fits. So we're going to try not to have giggle fits while we do this podcast. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I know. <laughs> the giggles. Oh my gosh. I'm terrible. Oh, so Jen, Jen is a friend of mine. Um, you know, we chat all the time Disney stuff. She's also a travel agent at Pure Magic Vacations. So, Ooh. Jen, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? You can find me at Facebook. Um, It's Jennifer at Pure Magic Vacations on Facebook. Um, I have a a fun page and I post all kinds of goodies on there. So I think lots of people will remember you as the girl that does her ear challenge. You do it every winter, wander around the streets. I did it again this year and froze my ears, (laughs) my mini ears, but my real life ears were a little bit chilly this year. But I found a hat, like a winter hat that had ears on it, which was super awesome super super awesome because I could kind of be warm because when I wear them to go pick up the kids at school then you know I wanted I wanted to be comfy and cozy so it was really helpful (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you wear those ears everywhere so when you do the ear challenge you wear them out in public for it's a week two weeks two weeks wherever you go you've got ears on yeah so I did it um (laughs) I did it to the dentist this year um, so I had my dentist appointment wearing sparkly sequin mini ears. Um, what else did I do this year? I did like a few really random things. I had to take my son to the doctor. So I had my ears on there. I did some volunteering at the school and I had them on there. You uh, FaceTimed me from the mall. Yeah, I was in the mall. Doing some- <laughs> I them on there. Um, we had to go to Toronto for some meetings. So I, I wore them to Toronto and on the train and, you know, like on like the business person, Toronto commute, um, <laughs> going into the big city in the, in the morning commute, <laughs> all these very serious people that know what they're doing, like super, you know, we go to Toronto all the time. It's no big deal. And I'm all like, we're going to the big city and I've got my ears. <laughs> <laughs> it was priceless. It was fun. It was really good. But uh, yeah, yeah, I wore, I had quite a few, quite a few random spots that I wore them to this year. But again, you know what, like it's, it's always awkward when I first start and I feel like it's, it's going to be strange. And then I start to do it and most people smile and say they like the ears. And I had a few people join in this year. So I had like a few clients and people that follow the page, send in pictures of them wearing their ears, you know, just to do groceries or whatever. Cause we go to the parks and we spend a lot on these ears to just wear them, you know, a yeah. few when we go visit the park. So it's, it's good. I do this so that everybody can, you know, get a little bit more money's worth out of their ears. <laughs> it's fantastic. And you have quite the selection. I do. I have a lot of pairs of ears now. I think I'm, I'm up over 20. I'm sure there's people with lots more, but um, I'm going to go pick out a new pair soon. Yeah. 
So I actually invited you on the podcast today because we were talking about the dining plans and yeah, sort of the dining plans and whether they're, you know, I always get the question, people PM me all the time and say, is the dining plan worth it? Should I get the dining plan? I can't decide about the dining plan. And I know I have my views and, and the way that I vacation, but I thought, well, why don't I ask a professional, someone who, <laughs> who that's you, who advises clients all the time. And I know we were talking about it. Like most of your clients take the dining plan. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it is. It's definitely something that, that almost everybody adds on, either the quick service or the, the middle, the regular Disney dining plan um, that has the one quick service and one table service. It's, it's just, I mean, I'm sure there's probably ways you could go and, and save money and, you know, nickel and dime it a little bit and share things, but who wants to do that on vacation? Right. That I, I find that hard. <laughs> right. And I think that's, that's a lot of it too. So I think people are just so focused on like, how much money is it going to save me? And I don't know that the dining plan ends up costing you more. I feel like it's almost one of those things where it's a break even or save, but the break even convenience is just like over the top, right? Absolutely. I feel like for me, my snacks end up being free almost by the time like I finish choosing where we're going to eat and, and picking out all the things that, that we're going to do. And, and it just, it adds so much more to the trip to go to some of these restaurants. Like for us, that's, that's one of the biggest parts of our trip is where we're going to eat. Yeah. Well, because deciding on the food is, is huge. Well, we know I'm all about the snacks, but the actual restaurants, like some of those places are really a destination in themselves. It's as important that, you know, I go to certain restaurants as it is that I ride, it's a small world or, you know, that we ride big thunder mountain. Like the dining is as important for, for my family as, as the attractions and, and the parks what are some of your top places that you eat? Oh. I know we've had this conversation. <laughs> I, I love um, California Grill. In the yeah. So we went there. The first time I ever went there, it was a night that it, it had rained. Like it was just a miserable rainy day. Um, and it was still raining towards the evening. And my parents were with us and said, you know, we're just going to stay in tonight. We'll babysit the kids. You guys go out and get drenched. So we put on our ponchos and I got a last minute reservation at California Grill and it stopped raining as we got there and it was just on time for the sunset. So the sky was like crazy purples and oranges, like it was gorgeous. And we got a window seat. So we were looking out at the Magic Kingdom and the sky looked like, like Walt had designed it and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if it was just, it was that, if it was, you know, the view and the atmosphere and the, the service or if the food was actually that amazing, but it's, it's like my ultimate favorite. Like, I don't think I can top that meal ever. Um, but see, that was like a whole experience. It's not just the meal. It's the experience where you are, the view, the servers, like everything that goes into it. It's more than just, I'm yeah. going to a restaurant. Absolutely. And even like my kids are, my kids are awkward restaurant people. Um, (laughs) Awkward restaurant people. Well, they don't necessarily love sitting in a restaurant for a long period of time and they don't really, they're not great eaters. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, and my son, my son's on the spectrum. So he's got a little bit of, you know, sensory, everything has to be just so, and the fries need to be certain fries. And so, so a lot of the time going to a restaurant is kind of awkward. Um, But the servers are, they're very understanding there. They're very accommodating and they, they know that people have different needs and, 
and different things. So when we say like we need a table that's maybe in a quieter spot and they accommodate that and they help us out and they, they kind of anticipate things like, I guess they're just, they're so accustomed to working around different needs that they know some of the stuff I need before I ask. And it takes away the awkwardness that we usually have in restaurants. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody does it like Disney, right? No, they're amazing. They're, they're so amazing. They, they make it fun, you know? So if my kids say that they want pasta and French fries, they bring them a big old plate of double carbs and <laughs> eyelash, right? Like it happens all the time. It's just normal. So oh. I love it. I do. It, it's nice. It's a nice way to kind of relax. And, and that's the thing too, right? Like you're walking around the parks and pounding the pavement and waiting in lines. It's nice to sit down and just have a meal and be served and, you know, yeah. a little more laid back, a little more chill, some family time where you're sitting together. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Now, so I'm assuming you normally get the Disney dining plan, not the quick service. Not the quick service. No. no. Um, but it, they have so upped their game in the quick service area Yeah, uh, that I've actually been tempted to do the quick service and just see what it would be like to go for the week and, and just have quick service to see if we would still have that same warm, fuzzy feeling about the dining if we didn't have the sit down, you know, proper. Right. Service. Because some of the, like, some of the quick service is fantastic when you go into, you know, Pandora. Yeah. That's like my favorite place for quick service, I think. Um, it's like right up there is Satuli Canteen in Pandora. Like, amazing. And it doesn't feel like a quick service. Like you get proper dishes and. Yeah. It's yummy. Like the food is really good. Absolutely. So I, sometimes I think like maybe I could just do the whole thing on quick service and, and not do reservations. And then as soon as I, I think about skipping the reservations, I start to go in there and I'm like, mm. but I think I really want to go here at least once. And I, I should probably go here. And then I've got like three or four books and I'm like, why I may as well just do the whole thing and get like full dining. So I, I can't, I can't let it go. <laughs> I know. And it, because like I've done the quick service a couple of times where we just do the quick service and then we pay out of pocket for one or two table service, which is fine. Um, yeah. Because on the quick service, you get two quick service meals a day, plus two snacks or non-alcoholic drinks per day per person. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's still quite a bit of food. Um, yeah. But yeah, I absolutely, I love my quick service breakfast. I love a good bounty platter. Um, so the <laughs> quick, right. So the quick service works really well for me in that. And of course my burgers and fries are are big you know, they're covered on the quick service and then maybe do like two or three sit down, but you're right. Then once you get up to the two or three sit downs, right. You and may if, as well do. If you do the math. So if you're one of those people that sits and, and does the math and adds it all up, if you've got the quick service plan and you add one or two table service out of pocket, it's pretty much the same price as just making it table service for the whole week. Right. So it almost yeah. makes sense to just do the table service dining plan and, and use them if you're going to use them. And if you don't want to, you then, know, yeah nobody's nobody's gonna beat you up for it and um, now especially since they've added um alcohol to the yeah. plans for people 21 and over oh my gosh and it's yummy I mean <laughs> I don't want to sound too excited about the alcohol <laughs> <laughs> well I was pretty excited I was like huh so my burger and fries can come with a beer so right? it's beer or cider wine or sangria uh or a mixed drink uh that you can get with your quick service so you know, and those little wines, like I'm not a big wine drinker, but I really want to drink from one of those little single serving wines. Those cups, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. They're like little pudding cups, but with wine. Right? They're like adult pudding cups. They're adorable. <laughs> um, we had, so we went to, um, 
oh my gosh, it's the quick service that's right by Tower of Terror. The quick service. Oh, um, oh, the, the, oh my I, gosh. I know it's we can, I can visualize it. Uh, <laughs> how, oh, yes, yes, we're, we have a Disney podcast talking about Disney and we can't remember the name of the place, but I know what you're talking about. It's at the end of the street near Tower of Terror. It's going to come to me like, yes. Oh, but, it, but that's the place with like the, the refried beans and the nacho stuff. So there, one of their alcoholic beverages is like a, it's like a whiskey lemonade, whiskey cherry lemonade. Ooh. It was the best thing I had ever had. And I don't know if it like, it was hot, it was hot out and it was just so refreshing and delicious and perfect. Like not super whiskey, if that's a word. Yes. Um, I want it all the time and I don't know how to make it. So I'm like, I need to go back and I need to get this. <laughs> we need to go and ask for the recipe for this. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It was, it stuck with me. Like that was one of my highlights and that was from quick service. Wow. See I, how that works? I wouldn't have ordered that. So if I wasn't on the dining plan, I would not have gotten that with my, you know, my quick service lunch at Hollywood Studios. But because you're on the plan and you can, you try some new things and you experiment a little bit and you find things that you never you never would have otherwise. Yep. And I find that too with the dining plan. Like when we do the dining plan, I am much more inclined to try something new or like, it's one of those things where if I was to go sit down at a restaurant and the steak was $35 and the burger was 20, if I was paying out of pocket, I'd probably be like, oh, fine. Just give me the burger. Even if I wanted a steak, I'd still be like, no, just give me the burger. But because I've already paid for it through the dining plan, I am much more adventurous. Like I will try something different. Um, and you're right. Like with those drinks, because you had already paid for it, you were kind of like, okay, let me, let me try it. And then it turns out to be something fantastic. My favorite thing. Yeah. And then snacks, like I can't even tell you. So if we went once and we didn't have the dining plan and my kids were like, oh, the Mickey bars, can I get a Mickey bar? And I was like, no, I'm not spending money on a Mickey bar. Do you know how much that'll cost by the time I buy us all Mickey bars? Like I was mean. I was mean, mom. <laughs> no, no snacks, no treats. Cause I'm like, oh, do you know how much that's going to cost me? Oh. So, <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. And like, every time my husband wanted like a coffee from the Joffrey's coffee card or whatever, I was like, oh my, look at how much that coffee costs. Like I would not even entertain the idea of getting some of these snacks and treats. Yeah. Not on the dining plan. And it's, it's silly because it's such a fun thing to do, right? Like everybody, you want that picture of your kids with the classic Mickey bar and the the chocolate and the ice cream all over their face. Like that's, that's a classic moment. Yeah. That's a, a Disney experience that you're supposed to have and not on the dining plan. You're looking at the price and you're thinking about it and you're like, Oh, maybe I could buy something better. Or I should save my money. I've already spent this money, blah, blah, blah. But it's so much more fun when you just don't think about it. Yeah. And you've prepaid it, right? Like the fact is you can, you prepay it before you get there. So it's not really, it's not something you're thinking about. So for people that like to kind of pay down their trip, you know, they pay a little bit every day or every week or whatever. And then, you know, the dining plan's included. So by the time you get there, you don't have to worry about how much was the Mickey bar. The Disney dining plan. So the one that you get has per day, per person, one quick service meal, one table service meal, two snacks or non-alcoholic drinks. And then with the quick service, you get an entree and a, a beverage. So depending on your age, alcoholic, <laughs> um, each table service meal includes the same, an entree and a beverage. And, you know, you can use those 
for character dining. Yeah. Which is huge, right? Especially if you have the, well, even when I didn't have kids and I went, I went and did like a mother daughter trip and we always did character dining. Yeah. Always. Like, why wouldn't you? Loved it. Cause sometimes you feel kind of strange when you're without kids and you're standing in line to meet the characters. It's, it's more acceptable now, but back in the day it was, yeah, we got some looks that yep. we were excited to meet Tinkerbell or, you know, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> nice to do the character dining and and have them come to the table and and play and even that like I find this kind of weird thing for me I guess when I go to the buffets and it's character dining I get a little bit stressed out sometimes that like I'm going to be at the buffet and the characters are going to come to the table and I'm going to miss them oh yeah you know where the kids are going to be up getting something and we're going to miss the characters even though I know that they have you know that the cast members will bring them around if you've missed them they make sure that you meet everybody yeah Um, but I still just always had this, this bit of, you know, oh my gosh, we're going to miss somebody. Hurry up and get your food. Um, so I love that now some of the character dining that they're doing isn't buffet style. Yes. You know, yeah. like Topolino's is, I'm so excited because I have a reservation to go there like in a week and a half. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and between like Minnie Mouse's dress there, the black and white with the, the poetry writing all over it, I, I'm in love and I'm probably more excited than anyone else in my family about it. Yeah, that's, it makes a huge difference. Well, even Garden Grill, like that, I think was one of my most relaxing character meals ever. Yeah. And the food was delicious. It's so good. Um, we, we love it. So I love when you can do them and they, you know, they bring the food at your table and it's, it's like a proper sit down meal. Um, you know, even that one, um, what's the Trattoria El Forno with yes. Prince Eric that one's fantastic. Like it's, it's just so much nicer for me. That's a much more relaxed way to do character dining. And it seems to be the way that they're going when they open up newer character yeah. experiences. They seem to be going that way. The, the storybook dining with Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's a good one too. It's an amazing way to do it. And that's all, you know, so that's included with the dining plan and you can make all of the reservations and, you know, those are places that you want to go to. And that's all included with the dining plan. Yeah, they're great, great uses of the dining plan. Um, you know, I have, I have clients that it's almost like a fun challenge. It's part of their planning is to find the places that would cost the most money. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> make so the most. How far I can go with this dining plan. You know, like I'm not going to book that one because it's not as expensive as some of these other ones. So they will go and research and look at the menus and, and try to decide where they're going to get like, the most expensive meals and then they love to see the when the, the bill comes at the end and they look at the you know the invoices and they see <laughs> what it should have been yes we had a pocket and then they feel so satisfied and I'll tell you my husband and I, I think husbands you know across the board that have to pull out their credit cards all the time for these trips they love that like that makes oh, yeah. them like they come home and they were like the I got this steak and it should have been like $80 and it was on the dining plan so the bill came and said zero that They're is like thrilled. a satisfying thing for them they feel like they have gotten <laughs> they won the lottery <laughs> yeah. so for for them like they they see the prices you know when when we come to them and we give them the quotes and, and the information they're like oh it's high it's high and I'm like but look at the, the prices yeah. look at going to pay you know here's some some menus to look at as an example um and when yeah. you see, when you see what the difference is you're like well, why wouldn't I do the dining plan because then I can get my morning coffee and not have to pay for it right it's and just- when you see the menus and you see the quality of the food that's included now there are obviously the signature places 
are two dining credits, yeah. but I, I mean, for those signature places, when I look at them, they are worth the two credits. They are. <laughs> I mean, we love, we love a lot of the signature dining. Um, so what we'll often do, because, you know, on arrival day, you usually get in a little bit later. Um, and then, you know, you can just eat a quick service and, and a couple of snacks and, and you're good. You don't need to use a table service that day. So we'll usually save our arrival day credit so that we can do a signature dining somewhere else. Right. That's a good way to do it. Now I had friends who they are like total foodies, like foodie, foodie, signature, signature, signature dining. And they did the deluxe plan. (laughs) Yeah. So this, this, like, it's kind of crazy, right? So the deluxe plan is three meals. Yeah. Quick or seated, like whatever, whatever you want. It's three credits a day per person plus two snacks. Yeah. And yeah, they loved it. So they just maxed out on signatures. That's, I think that's what you have to do when you get deluxe. Like when I've done that one for clients and they've tried to do three table service meals a day, yeah. I don't know how you have room to fit in attractions in between that because you're spending so much time trying to get to these places. Um, so usually I do find that it, it is the foodies that get the deluxe plan. Yeah. Uh, that want to have some of those finer dining experiences or the the dinner shows and things like that. So we tend to book one, two credit, you know, one signature dining. Right. And for each day and then one just regular one credit. Yeah. It's usually the foodies that are sort of over the top. I've had a couple of people that I knew that did it where um, they had two rooms. So, you know, grandma and grandpa were coming and, you know, the, the family and the kids and grandma and grandpa were going to watch the kids a couple of nights for date night. So what they did was they got the deluxe plan on one room and the regular on the other, and then they just had some extra credits. So grandma and grandpa could do some nice dinners and, you know, the parents could do some nice dinners. But you're right. Like if you're doing three sit down meals a day, like you have no time to go to the attraction. Yeah, it's it's so hard to fit in three sit down meals a day. And I'll get a lot of a lot of clients are like, but you know, the the regular plans, it's only two meals a day. We're going to be hungry. We're not going to have breakfast, lunch and dinner. And in real life, I don't eat three meals a day. I don't have breakfast, lunch and dinner. No, I I, should. Theoretically, I should be very skinny because I don't eat three meals a day. Right. (laughs) Right. So, you know, we, I, I try to talk them through that, like really for breakfast, like, do you have a full on like omelet and toast and potatoes? Like you wouldn't have that and then go sit down and have like a burger and fries or pizza and then go for dinner at night and have steak and a big potato. Like you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't eat all that in a day normally and walking around parks, you don't want to be totally stuffed to that. Oh, yeah. So, Especially if it's really hot. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so much. And I find that the snacks, like we, we went last time and we got some like chili cheese fries at Casey's corner and magic kingdom, um, and drinks. And I think we had two orders of fries and two drinks that we shared. We were a family of four and we just shared that. And those were snack credits. Yeah. So four snack credits and had these chili cheese fries and we were full. Like that was a nice, it wasn't a full on meal, but it was enough. Like we had had a bigger meal earlier that day and like you can, you can make a nice light lunch or a light breakfast and, you know, you can have these lighter, lighter meals that that's more like what I would have at home or that giant, the giant cinnamon bun from Gaston. Oh my goodness. That thing is like, it's like the size of your head, but it's so delicious. And I mean, I've seen, I, as a family of four, we've shared one. Yeah. Well, you, and you can, right? 
You can. And you know, did you know you can ask for extra icing? I did not, but I could totally just eat icing. Me too. So I think next time I'm just going to ask for extra icing. We just ordered, I'd just like a big vat of icing. Right? <laughs> can I just have the icing for the, like, seriously? Like those big donuts with the icing oh, from the Joffrey's carts. I love those. I love them. Well, when you think about the snack credits, so those snack credits go a long way. They do. The, you don't want to be using a snack credit on a $2 thing. No. You can get those nice big $5 cupcakes, all the all the cupcakes you want for snack credit, like one snack credit. My weakness though, my absolute biggest weakness is popcorn. I cannot pass a popcorn card. <laughs> the popcorn? Oh. I have to have popcorn, but we did find that because I eat so much popcorn, it was better for us to to buy the bucket that yep. you fills on. So instead of using, you know, two snack credits every day on popcorn. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like $2, right? For a yeah. refill. Get a refill, which, which is amazing. And then you get this nice bucket with a lid, which is very handy. Yes. <laughs> um, well, there's something about Disney popcorn. It just like, I don't eat a ton of popcorn at home, but it's like, it is the movie theater popcorn, that really good crunchy. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it's so good. And that's why I, when I was, when I was pregnant, I was sending my husband to the movie theater to buy me movie theater popcorn. (laughs) That smell, like I just, I can't pass those carts and and I, I I have to have that popcorn. That's, that's my Disney snack. I know for some people it's Dole Whip or, you know, whatever. Mine is the popcorn. Oh yeah. My sister loves the popcorn too. She's addicted to popcorn buckets, uh, but she loves, she loves the popcorn and getting those. We got the Cinderella's carriage popcorn bucket. Oh yeah. But I yeah. could, I could get addicted to getting the buckets. Oh, just, for sure. They're hard to pack and get home. Oh my goodness! She took a suitcase with her in December just <laughs> to bring home. You know the the Christmas tree popcorn buckets. Yeah. We had so many friends that were like, "Oh, I'd love a popcorn bucket if you could get it." So she literally took an empty suitcase with her in December because we had to pick up so many popcorn buckets for friends for Christmas. Yeah. So we brought home all these Christmas tree popcorn buckets. But I did see that they have a Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket coming out. So amazing. Right. So I can't really throw stones. (laughs) I mean, these things like the popcorn buckets, if I were a kid still, that Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket would be an awesome toy when I got home. Yeah. Like my daughter now, she plays with the Cinderella's carriage one and I cringe every time because I'm like, you're going to break a wheel. (laughs) It's a very special popcorn bucket. Um, but like some of them are really cool. There was like the big ad ad as well. Yeah. Head out. That was amazing. They have some really cool stuff. So yeah, why wouldn't you buy the popcorn buckets? Yeah. So that's, that is my, like I very rarely um, go off the dining plan and pay out of pocket for something, but the popcorn I do just because the bucket is it's such a great value to just do the refills. Yeah. And I mean, $2 refills instead of using a snack credit, and those snack credits can go to, you know, I keep saying like the cupcakes, um, <laughs> but the little cakes, the cupcakes, right? The cupcakes. Um, <laughs> there's all sorts of great snacks. The ice cream bars, you know, they, they really do go a long way, the snack credits. And they have healthy snacks. I don't know who buys them. Um, oh, I was there with friends in December and they literally bought the healthy snacks. <laughs> Although I will tell you that the apple slices did have caramel dip in them. So then I was like, okay, well, I could have a slice of apple. But <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, who just buys fruit? And, you know, there's like hummus and pita and like pretzel, like healthy. Yeah. 
healthy. Who buys yeah. a bag of celery with their snack credit when you can get a Mickey bar? I have friends. I have friends. I've met them. Trust me, they exist. These people exist. Are you sure they're friends? <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's good. Like, they have to have those options, right? Like, I, I've had clients where, you know, they, they've got different dietary needs and things. So it's it's good that they have those options out there for people. And I joke that who wants the healthy snacks, but there are people, I, I suppose. <laughs> well, you know, I do think if I'm there for a very long vacation, I, I do start to say, okay, I've had enough carbs. I just need, no, I don't go crazy. Like, who are we kidding? I'm going into like the brown derby for a cob salad so I can have something green. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not snacking down on carrots or anything. No. But yeah. It's, it's funny when I, when I see those, but we, the last time we went, we did like a few days before the cruise and I, I had a couple of snack credits left over and I thought, oh, I'm going to get some stuff for the, the drive to the port. So I, I got these cupcakes and they're so huge. Like they don't even fit in the travel containers because mm-hmm. the icing is piled so high and they're beautiful and they've got all these decorations on them. And then they've got filling on the inside. Like they were crazy. Yeah. They were amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> They're incredible. But I ate like two of them by myself in the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they're so good. They are. They they're really really good. Especially if you're an icing person. They're yeah, absolutely amazing. And when the festivals are on at Epcot, you can use your snack credits at a lot of those food booths. I'm so excited for that because I do, I, I like the sweet stuff, but I do tend to lean more towards the savory. Um, so when we go in a week. Yeah. When this episode airs, we'll be on the cruise. Right. (laughs) So when we go to the parks after the cruise, it's going to be the festival of the arts. So they do have some of those extra food kiosks. And I'm, I'm excited because again, you know, probably if I had to pay out of pocket, I wouldn't pay seven or $8 for these little snacks portion kind of like little bites and things I probably wouldn't bother but with a dining plan I'll try them yeah little bites like that it's totally worth it when you have the dining plan to just be able to treat yourself and not think about what you're paying yeah I totally agree and, and worked in and you know nobody's nobody's giving me a hard time about what I've spent already in the gift shop. And <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it comes out of a different bank account, right? When you, cause you've, you've prepaid it. Yeah. And I think, I don't think I've ever heard anybody come back and say, you know, it would have been cheaper if I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, you know, the worst I've heard is they come back and say, yeah, it was about even, I probably would have spent that anyway. I but think not have to, and not have to worry about having your cards and exactly all that. Yeah, we do it. We do it a lot when we travel with other families. So when we're traveling with our friends or, you know, so when we travel with a couple of other adults, no kids, and we're going to be dining at some of these places, I don't want to wait until the bill comes and then figure out you had the steak, I had the burger, so you owe $5 more, I owe $2. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And then what ends up happening is we're like, no, no, I'll pay for this meal, you pay for that meal. And you always inevitably feel like somebody's not, you know, I didn't contribute enough. And, you know, I have a person that doesn't quite do the right math. <laughs> right. And always. then we're all, but then all four of us are stressing that we haven't given enough money. So then we end up tipping way too much because we're arguing like, yeah, we just end up spending a whole ton more. But when we do the dining plan, we don't even have to worry about it. We've all paid the same. We all have the dining plan together. And then 
that's it. We just have to split appetizers if we do it or, you know, our bar bill. That's it. <laughs> and the bar bill, we just split four ways evenly because it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so much more relaxed to have the plan. Like, yeah. I, I, absolutely, you could probably do it where, you know, you make sandwiches and bring them, but I don't, I'm on vacation to not make sandwiches and not cut crusts off bread. Yeah. But not worry about that stuff. Like, I will buy, I'll get some groceries for the room from Garden Grocer or, you know, from down at the shop, and I will get, like, little granola bars and some cereal for the kids to have quick stuff on the go. Yes. Uh, but I'm not making food, and I'm not carrying food. I don't want to be in the parks and pulling out a sandwich that I made four hours ago. Right. Yeah. While looking at all these amazing things I could be eating. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is just, it's never going to happen. Because I want that. I want the mac and cheese with the, and I want the tater tots with the cheese sauce and the bacon. Oh my goodness. Now, those are part of the vacation and I'm not willing to give them up. No, no. And I'm with you. And I just, there's too many new places to try. There's too many great favorite places to go back to. Like, do you, do you try to make sure you do something new every trip? Because like, there's always the old faithfuls that you really want to go back to because you love, love, love them. We always, well, I always try to fit in at least one new restaurant that we haven't tried before um, and then a new show or attraction. And I mean, believe it or not, like after, after 40 something years of going to the parks, there's always something new. There's always something I haven't done or I haven't done in a really long time. And, yes. Uh, you know, I need to go back and give it another look and, and do it with my kids. Like there's stuff that my kids haven't seen. They don't know the water parks exist yet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now here's the major question, Jen. Have you taken them on Astro Orbiter? No, I haven't. Promise me <laughs> that you will have someone videotape <laughs> you getting in. Because I did it by myself, so I made a fool of myself by myself. <laughs> so I want a video of you getting into wait, it. Wait. So after the cruise, you're there for a few days at the parks, right? Yeah. We should do it together. We should meet, if for nothing else, but to buy the Astro Orbiters. And somebody can film both of us getting in and out. I don't think it was like two years ago. I don't think I'd get back out. <laughs> like why with the water parks, like I can't get in and out of tubes and things. Right? I'm I'm too old. I'm too old for that. I Even know. The the Tomorrowland Speedway. <laughs> out of those little cars. Oh, because they're pretty low, right? Like when you get in them. And they're like hot and smelly. I can't, I kept thinking like when they announced the Tron coaster was coming, I was like, they're going to totally demolish the speedway because that thing is so old and nobody, like it's such an old school kind of attraction, right? Like it's yeah, not nostalgic or representative of anything amazing. And I know I'm probably upsetting some people that really love it, but my kids love it. Well, because you know why? It's fantastic. I remember being a kid and thinking, I can drive a full-size car. Now, granted, it's not full-size, but whatever. It felt full-size when you're little, and I got to drive a car. Uh, I would walk <laughs> by that attraction and, like, sneer at it. I'd be like, <laughs> And then my kids came, and they were like, we want to do that. Why don't we have a fast pass for the Speedway? And I was like, who, who gets a fast pass for the Speedway? We had so much fun. Like the smile on their faces was so big. I felt guilty. Yeah. That I was such a miserable old lady. Every 
and I was like oh I feel bad because now now I see why it could be enjoyable but I still I'm like it's smelly and hot see it's so fantastic though like there's just so much to see and do and you've been going forever and ever as well um and we both say the same thing we still haven't done everything we still haven't seen everything and we never will there's always something new and there's I mean if I if I got to the point where I've seen everything there's always someone else I can bring that hasn't and then seeing it again for the first time through someone else's eyes it's just satisfying for me like the first time I took the kids was amazing and and you know Tilly Tilly was baby she was six months old when I took her Wow. You know, she probably didn't remember everything, but she reacted to things and she was so responsive to the characters and they were so great with her. Like those pictures and memories stick. Um, and you know, she's grown up with it now, but every time we go, there's something different that she discovers. For sure. And when people ask that, they say, you know, they're too young. I'll wait till they're older. They're not going to remember it. Like they might not remember it, but you will. Yeah. That's, and she loves it. Like we go through the photos and she's like, is that the time when I, you know, I pulled off Mickey Mouse's bow tie and he fell over? Cause she totally did. She was Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> and she just ran to Mickey and he like knelt down to hug her and she barreled into him, grabbed his bow tie and it came right off. And then he fell over. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Tilly takes out Mickey Mouse. Right. And we have all the photos. Like my husband just stood there snapping the photos and so did the, the, photo pass photographer right Right. we have all these pictures of mickey falling and them giggling and the bow tie and she thinks it's the funniest story she doesn't remember it for real but she sees the photos and she sees how much we enjoyed it um and you know not everybody can say they knocked over mickey mouse and pulled off his bow ties that's awesome right that's a claim to fame yeah (laughs) see these are all reasons that you should take them whether they're going to remember it or not for sure absolutely and i mean at that age she was free. It cost me nothing to have her there. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's another good point. <laughs> that is such a good point. So when people are ready to book their vacation, Jen, they're reaching out to you on Facebook. Facebook is, is the best place uh, to find me. I'm, I'm usually on there a lot doing posts and, and talking to different people, um, but they can also email. They can, they can send me emails at Jennifer at puremagicvacations.ca. Um, awesome. And I will link all of that in the show notes. So I'll put a link to your Facebook page in the show notes so that people can find you. Um, but, you know, this has been so much fun because, you know, I could talk dining forever. And I feel like maybe what we need to do is do an episode about like what our favorite dining is in the parks or things like that. Um, yeah. That's another good episode. See, we got so much to talk about, Jen. But <laughs> after the, Diz- the Pixie Dust fan cruise, we should do one with um, some of the other agents and talk about how it was, how much fun we had. Absolutely. Yes. So before we go, yes. we have to talk about what our pixie dust of the week was. So what kind of brought you joy, made you happy, made you smile? Oh my goodness. Um, so this one's kind of food related. We, uh... <laughs> well, that's kind of fitting since we're talking dining plans. So I had a craving the other day for pasta and we decided to go to Eastside Mario's because it's my kids love Eastside. They love the bread and, you know, the curly straws and all the, all the stuff. Um, so we went there and they sat us at our table and our waitress came over immediately and had two loaves of the bread hot and ready to go. So we literally sat down and the bread appeared to my kids. She may as well have brought them like bars of gold and Christmas gifts and toys. Like you would have thought she had brought them the moon. They were so happy. And my daughter 
very seriously looked at her and was like, are you new? Because this is the best service we've ever had. Nobody brought us bread as we sat down before. Like they were floored. Um, and oh, it, that's awesome. <laughs> normally there's a little bit of chaos as we get into the restaurant and get settled and try to figure out what everybody wants to order. And they're asking for things and you know, when are we going to get the bread? When are we going to get the bread? And I'm trying to go through the menu. So it bought me like a good 10 minutes to just look at the menu and pick out my food. <laughs> That's a small thing, but her bringing the bread right away made a huge difference. See, uh, now that is pixie dust, right? It's magical. <laughs> that is so awesome. So you got to look at this menu in peace while your kids nibbled on some bread. Yeah, and they were like so happy. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's some good pixie dust right there. It was. It was. Our free bread came fast and furious right away. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Mine for the week is, um, mine is technology related. So for me, it is my external hard drives, which, you know, it's funny because I I was thinking about it because you and I were talking about this the other night about how much storage we have on our iPhones. (laughs) And because I upgraded you know, much earlier than I was supposed to. <laughs> I I got I got a smaller phone, so I didn't get as much storage as I normally do. And um, but you know, it's okay for me because I don't actually store a bunch of stuff on my phone itself. Right. I download everything onto external hard drives, so it keeps my computer from getting bogged down. I keep everything on the external drive, and then I can take it with me when I go on vacation and empty my camera or my phone or whatever onto the drives. And it's like a hundred bucks for like one terabyte. You have no idea how many pictures I have on this one hard drive. And I'm not even like a quarter of the way through the terabyte. So that's kind of my pixie dust is my fabulous external hard drives. (laughs) That's smart, smart, like techie pixie dust. Yeah. So that's, that's really the extent of my, my technology. But, um, (laughs) but I do that because I back everything up like twice. So I have two external drives, one that I take with me and one that I leave at home. Um, And the one I leave at home is an exact replica of the one I take with me so that I so that I will never lose, you know, I don't want to lose my family pictures or videos or things like that. So I, I have them like backed up everywhere. Um, So yeah, I should do that. You should, I can, I can give you a reference to a good external hard drive. (laughs) I don't understand the cloud and all of those things they just boggle my mind yeah the cloud I don't use the cloud as much um just because it takes forever to download them back off the cloud I find but the external hard drive you just plug it in you're a mac user like you plug these things in your mac it's so easy it just backs up your whole computer it's fantastic (laughs) so yeah I can show you (laughs) little things that make us happy it is see it doesn't take much to be really happy in life right it really doesn't. Thank you so much, Jen. The hard drive, we're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some bread and a hard drive. We're we're off to the races. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen, for joining me again on the podcast. It's been fun having you here. Thanks for having me. And we will we'll do it again when we come back from the cruise. Okay, we're going to cruise and t- well, when this episode airs, we'll be on the cruise. In yep. fact, I think when it goes live, we'll be on Castaway Key. So. Oh. Yeah. Wish you all were here. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks again, Jen. I will link to your to your contact stuff in the show notes and we'll do it again soon. 
Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I hope that we entertained you for a little while. Maybe you got some new information about the dining plans. Maybe some new snacks to try. If you know someone else that might enjoy the podcast, please share it on social media. Share it with your friends. Tell anybody that you think might be looking for some new Disney information and some pixie dust in their days. I thank you all again for listening. And please remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.